This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Episode 750 of Hard what? Factor. That's right. You heard that right. Um, what? Uh, it is Monday, August 16th, 2021. Thank you for cheating on the news with us. I'm Will. We got Pat and Mark. Wes is off for 750, but don't buy a thousand. We'll get every, but we'll get all four of us on by, for, a, for a milestone episode. I think that that's the plan. By episode one, seven fifty is not big enough for Wes. No, nah, I mean you got to you, you got to have a lot of pull to get Wes right now. Yeah. He's in high demand, so <laughs> he's um, hot. <laughs> <laughs> but congrats, fellas, seven fifty. Way to go! Congratulations to you. Yeah, yeah. congrats what, to you. Yeah, what a long, strange trip it's been. Um, it's going to get stranger today. We got a lot of crazy ass news. We're t- having a big old cup of coffee in Afghanistan, uh, taking it to Haiti and other international hotbeds, and then finishing up with a McDonald's lawsuit. Oh, you're going to love this. So uh, that one story we did about the McFlurry machines, Mm. got got a follow-up. And um, let's just say things might be looking good. (laughs) Oh, good. Good For the McDonald's fans and for the little guy. McFlurry consumers? Yep. Do you think it might have been that Instagram video that had 700,000 views that pushed the needle to get this this ball rolling. I've said I said it had a million in the story. I'm going to oh, cover at the end of the show. Okay, oh, sorry. I, well, I, total between I million, yeah. yeah, all platforms, clearly a million. Yeah, I'd um, say so. It's that or people love fast food shit and that's why we got a fast food lightning round at the end. Not just McDonald's. Yeah. We're going we're going to Taco Bell, we're going to Chipotle, we're going all over the place. Look at that. Wow. It's a Let's thick, do it. thick episode with like 7 Cs. Um so but yeah, as Mark said, let's do it. Let's just hop right in. Time for a cup of coffee in the big time. Yeah, cup of coffee in the big time. Holidays, history, trending news. And of course, holidays are up first. It's August 16th, which means it's Bennington Battle Day in the state of Vermont. It's Cupcake right, of course. Day. Hmm? What's that, Of Mark? course. Oh, yeah, of course. I said right, of course, yeah. The notable Bennington battle in the state of Vermont. Uh, Cupcake Day for only some people. I have no idea who that's for. Uh, Joe Miller's Joke Day, National Airborne Day, National Bratwurst Day, National Roller Coaster Day. Pretty good one. National Rum Day. Yeah. Great one. Uh, Stay Home With Your Kids Day, Surveillance Day. Weird that those are on the same day. And True Love Forever Day. I got a couple edits. Mm-hmm. Do you mind if I uh, can you put it back up real quick? Sure. What edits you got? I I think we shift it to natural airborne virus day and Mm -hmm. stay at home with your kids year. There you go. Yeah, pretty much. uh, It's just a celebration of COVID. Yes. There you go. Yes. A couple shifts. Who's Joe Miller? Why does he have a fucking day and us not be our day hasn't gone through yet? It's paperwork thing. Must be. Must be. Must be. Uh, Roller coaster and rum day, though. Those being on the same day. That's the opposite of COVID. That's a. 
that's a breathing in everybody's face kind of day. You don't want to mix those, especially <laughs> not on the National Custodian Day. I agree with Pat, though. It should be John Miller joke day because uh, that's my grandfather's name, and he told a lot of good jokes. So hey, oh. screw you, Joe Miller. All right. Very personal. We'll back it up. Yeah. We're changing that one, too. Amendment. It's Sorry. John Miller joke day officially. Yeah. So. All right. Someone send those in. They Do it. Do it. Get, get on the paperwork, everybody. Okay. Today in history, August 16th, uh, in 1954, the first issue of Sports Illustrated was released. Um, and in 2021, something historical will definitely take place with the formation of a new nation in Afghanistan. Uh, but we'll get deeper to that in a minute. Um, let's move along to the trending news. Number five, crypto is having a good comeback despite uh, infrastructure bill looming. So that's pretty good. Check your wallets. If you're like me, you hadn't been because you were depressed, but they're not as bad right now. If you just oh, they got good for a second there. Yeah. Mm. Did it ever hit 50, Pat, Bitcoin? Oh, Bitcoin will go back up to 60, in my opinion, yeah. uh, as long as there's not some sort of regulation that comes in that totally shits on it. I mean, right. it's it's just an ebb and a flow. But I'll tell you where the money is right now. I haven't been doing it because all my stuff's locked up. But a lot of homies have been um, weekly flipping Ethereum. And I looked at the chart. Hmm. And it's just fish in a barrel. It, every week for the last five weeks, it's done the exact same thing. It's in a dip and then a pump and then a dip and then a pump. So, oh, interesting. Something just to think about. Stacking Ethereum. Stacking nice. ETH. Nice. It's a good one to stack. Uh, number four, start of the English Premier League season uh, was fun for some. Leeds got absolutely smoked by Manchester United, 5-1. to one. Oof, RIP to all of us. Um, Arsenal lost to a brand new team. It's just brand new to the Premier League. The bees. The bees beat them. What a big day for the bees, right? <laughs> the bees down, yeah. What a huge day. I mean, could you imagine? Yeah. Arsenal's like easily one of the most recognizable and, and dominant teams oh, yeah. in the EPL. Biggest fan base, yeah. Right. The bees got them. They got stung by the bees. Oh, man, that's awesome. One of the bigger fan bases. Brent, Brent, Brentingford, Brentingham. Like, no Something one's even like heard that. of the town yeah. the bees are from, yeah. I mean, but... The, the I, that, beat Arsenal. <laughs> That's all that I, matters. Yeah, <laughs> we don't really have that. Uh, I mean, no other sport really has what they have because there's so many leagues because there's such an interest in in soccer football over there. Mm. So maybe that's why we don't have it here. But you got to admit, there's nothing cooler than the relegation situation where it's like if that you're loving cool. a team that's in the equivalent of the minor leagues, and if they do good enough, they can go up to the big leagues, like the yeah. bees pubs, bro. Over the do weekend. You know, NFL is like, that was Le- that was Leeds last year, bro. That was because Leeds came up last year. That's why there was a lot of buzz around. Yeah, the, I know the, that. The B-term. Yeah. NFL should start so, like a second league the, that plays in the offseason of the NFL that you could get relegated to. Like wholeheartedly. Well, I don't know if you could do that because I, I yeah, think football is but the NFL, such you a could complex kill someone. Somebody would have to play year round. Right. If the team did well, they'd have to play year round. In the, in the NFL, <laughs> if the competition gets too out of hand, people are going to break their necks. Yeah, and that's shit, true. You know, yeah. You do really a have a shelf life in football. Right there. <laughs> but I do. I always want more football. And we'll get to that next. Uh, number three. But uh, finishing up EPL, uh, Harry Kane uh, for Tottenham striker, obviously England's best player. Uh, he got left on the bench for Tottenham, but they still beat Man City in their own. So. And they beat Man City. Yeah, one nothing. Whoa. Yeah, so Tottenham off with a big hot start. Um, and I think it's like a contract hot, situation. Hot Spurs, yeah. hot start. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, yeah, Man City picked up Jack Grealish, the guy who was the star from Aston Villa that has the long hair and kind of plays. Yeah, he's yeah. Didn't help him on day and I think one. They, and I think they won last year too. Well, well it sounds did. like there's a ton of sports in the buzz, which is great. I mean, the mm-hmm. cup of coffee through the big time. Mm-hmm. Um, but just putting it in there, I do want to talk really quick about. Um, I have some sports news too. So just at some point, could be the yeah. next one after the three. Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. I mean, do you want to just uh, squid number uh, three and a half is Pat's sports update? It doesn't need a full number. I'm just saying it's the greatest mm-hmm. time of the year, yeah. guys, because it's literally World Series time, oh, uh, which is easily my f- it's uh, just, League World Series. Sorry. It's just my favorite fucking sporting event uh, on the planet. It's just, I mean, it's just fun. It's just fucking because it's boys or what's the no? Just because it's draw. like because that's that's the level of playing that I stopped at. Right. Ah. So like that takes that's you back my to the glory days. Yeah. So I can really imagine myself being there, just watching the kids have fun is is dope. <laughs> I, lo- I just love it. Yeah. The, I, I also love like, how emotional they get. Guy. With the- yeah. <laughs> I'm a father, man. Okay. That doesn't matter. Don't put that on me because I fucking like the Little World Series, bro. That's y'all. That's y'all's problem. You know who likes? You know who else likes the Little World Series? Is every Canadian in our Discord. Yeah, it's big time. It's huge. And it, it's, it's, it's an actual it's fun, World man. Series, man. Our, yeah. our World Series, the World Series is just Canada and America. This is an actual World Series, bro. They should bring that. Well, I guess that's the Olympics, right? For baseball. I guess. Yeah. Six teams or some cool. shit. Mm. Anyway, sorry. Good luck to all teams. Yes. Good luck to all of you. I, I like the infographics where like the kids say something funny. You know, also, like, yeah, they're like favorite, favorite actor, Johnny. C. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, there's always some kid that just that shoots in. through puberty and then he is dominant. Oh, like yeah. It's usually a pitcher. He's up there with a mustache. Big boy. That's. That's the only part of the World Series I like is when there's like a kid that's way bigger than everyone Which else. Which every team has or to like, have, basically. His name's that's usually Colt. <laughs> or like the one kid, remember the one kid, he was like super fat a couple of years ago and everyone loved him because he was just a big beefy boy mm-hmm. and he was real likable. Like that's the, uh, other than that, it's it's garbage. The kids it's suck. not, but, dude, oh my God. It's, it's one of the most enjoyable sporting tournaments. It's yeah, okay. one of the more enjoyable ones, but let's move on to the most enjoyable one at number three, the NFL, which is back. Uh, yes. Most enjoyable, in my opinion. Justin Fields uh, had a big debut. There was a fight at the Rams stadium, Rams Chargers, and uh, preseason is back in general. Um, so I finally got to take my wife to uh, the casino steakhouse on Saturday night. Uh, yeah. Got a little babysitting from the in-laws. That was very nice. Uh, the sports book was packed. Despite having to wear masks, wall to wall, packed with people betting on Cowboys Cardinals preseason. <laughs> It's so, tough, man. Yeah. I, had, I, I have some <laughs> some stuff in my some cash in my account left over, and uh, I, I was just looking at it. I was like, "Can I really like you want the action?" But it's like, "Can People you?" Are there's no it. smart bet. There's no fucking smart bet. <laughs> People are taking it. Everybody was glued to the screen. Increases and there's no, yeah, there's no smart like, bet. yeah. What are you gonna do? You're just looking at the lines. You're like, ah. But <laughs> it's just what a scene. But it just proves that football's back. People are hungry. For the football yeah. uh, and the people who are hungry in Chicago uh, got filled up nicely with Justin Fields having a huge debut. I think he had a two touchdowns. Um, yeah, they over they overdid that one. I mean, he had an eight yard run a and a 30 yard pass where the guy was wide open mm-hmm. and he went 14 for 20. It wasn't like 20. OK, so, 20. so you're saying pump Everyone the needs to pump the brakes, okay. pump the brakes on Justin Fields. Yeah. OK, uh, but more importantly, a bunch of fat guys like <laughs> like seven fat guys got into a fight. Uh, at the Los Angeles Chargers versus Rams preseason game, yes, uh, in the like new LA stadium. First, of- this is going to happen yeah. every week. Thousands every of week. these, <laughs> yeah. After the like, all the lockdowns we've been through, this is going to happen. If you don't want to get punched in the face, don't go to the upper deck of an NFL game. They were just all like you couldn't even tell what the argument was, or like if it was over the teams because they were all different, supporting different teams, and just fucking. Like started throwing haymakers on each other. Were they? Uh, was it like a fat club, or they just happened to be fat? No, it was like one fat guy was like, <laughs> like Jenny being held back club. by another fat guy. No, talking to a it's group like of if fat guys. We all guys. went to the game together. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was awesome. It's like if we all went to the game together and got in a brawl with another, another group of a, friends, a rival like group of fat guys. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
was hilarious. Uh, excellent video. Yeah. I would have I would have uh, brought it into the show, but it's just, we got we got too much. Uh, we got too okay. much. Got to keep going. Number two, um, the Haiti earthquake, which you will learn more about that tragedy in the TikTok international moment. I got you. I'll keep the darkness going after. <laughs> yeah, Will's number one. After we move on to number one, which today, of course, is Afghanistan. So if you uh, are living under a rock, um, the Taliban is back in charge of the entire country of Afghanistan. Uh, this happened very swiftly on Sunday, August 15th, uh, which, of course, is significantly earlier uh, than the date of uh, 9-11 that President Joe Biden had promised the world in July. That's when the U.S. would actually withdraw from Afghanistan. Um, so, uh, like, he, Biden at the time actually said that he thought that the Afghan government was going to be able to hold the Taliban off entirely. Um and they didn't. That's what we said about Man United. Basically, yes, he was a, like a he was like a leads better. Um, yeah. Uh, and and it didn't work out. Just like with the Man U game, their president fled uh, the country as soon as the Taliban took the capital of Kabul on Sunday. So he just like immediately got in a jet and flew away, uh, leaving you know the the remaining. That's a bad sign. U.S. forces and the uh, Afghani's on the ground to just deal with the Taliban taking over the country entirely. You know what sucks worse um, about yeah, that? That was a bad sign. Yeah. He yeah. he was supposed to go. I guess like the initial meeting with the Taliban that the U.S. did was in Qatar. Yes. I think he was supposed to go to Qatar on Sunday to do further peace talks. Oh right, and no, instead yeah. jetted like Correct. like he was supposed to leave the country either way. To go to talk about peace, but no, instead he yeah, went to Uzbekistan. This, yes, this is a flea instead of a yeah, business trip. Pat, the yeah. original plan, I believe, with both Trump and Biden was that it was supposed to be some sort of like shared power thing. The existing, you know, Afghani. Taliban don't share. Right. And the, power. Instead, what happened? Taliban don't share. Come on. Instead, what happened? As we discussed on Friday's pod, the Taliban were just advancing unchecked, completely, you know, no resistance and taking over every single province in the country. Um, and as we discussed on Friday, the Biden administration started sending additional troops uh, to protect the U.S. evacuation effort. Um, but and as of the time of taping this podcast, the additional troop level is at six thousand um, uh, that he's added over the weekend. Uh, basically, they're stationed at the Kabul airport trying to get people out alive. All commercial flights have been canceled. Are they just like forming a line around the airport to like make a, sure that prob- it doesn't get attacked? Probably basically. a perimeter around a runway. Yeah, like a perimeter so that, around the runway so that to they, get them off the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So that they're able to fly planes and get people out of the country. Um, all, all commercial flights are canceled. So um, local residents, good luck on that. Only military travel allowed as of right now. Um, and as always, of course, you know, with Biden having a tough weekend, uh, Jimmy Carter also trended because – People are comparing this Biden evacuation fiasco to the Carter hostage situation in Iran. Uh, But this is really a lot more like Gerald Ford's evacuation situation as the Viet Cong closed in on Saigon. Yeah. Uh, After American ground forces had left the country and they had also taken away air cover there. Um, That, too, required a daring escape from a war with questionable origins that lasted way too long across multiple administrations when it uh, shouldn't have had to be that way. Uh, Same as this. I read a great book uh, from a CIA agent who was trying to get out, who was getting out of Saigon and he was trying to get his his uh, lady, who is a Vietnamese lady, out, too. It's Mm, it's pretty interesting. It's a total clusterfuck because they're having to burn stuff. They're having to destroy documents. And. I'm pretty sure it happened. Which they like, were. They were burning stuff at the right. They were yeah. burning stuff at the Kabul embassy, which is now completely evacuated via helicopter on the roof. We'll get to more of that later. 
Apparently, we didn't learn anything from Saigon, though. Uh, the Viet Cong went on to use American allies who were left and stranded in Vietnam uh, for slave labor until their deaths. It remains to be seen uh, what will happen in Afghanistan to those who have aided the uh, U.S. over our 20-year occupation. But there are videos of killings in the streets, uh, flooding the Internet already, reports of beheadings right. in the streets um, by the Taliban. So they're just already killing people in the streets. That's what the, the reports are as of yeah. the time of taping. Uh, the flag at the U.S. Embassy is down. Uh, there are videos of, of the Taliban flying U.S. helicopters that got abandoned in the country and claiming massive weapon caches that also got abandoned in the country because we had to, you know, tuck tail and run uh, faster than we anticipated. You know, in the end, the Taliban definitely won the country of Afghanistan and they are in total control now uh, simply because the war effort in that country was unsustainable from the start, it seems like. Um, yeah, it's. I think the number total 86 billion. And uh, what we do know for sure is that we tried to set up a similar style military from day one that we have here with the Afghan military. That was our goal. And uh, 20 years later, $86 billion spent. And we were not able to do that, probably because it was not possible to yeah, do that. Yeah, not possible. And it relies yeah, a lot weren't. on um, air cover and espionage, I think. And, they, and we took away a lot of their supplies, right? Like uh, the, the, air, the air supplies and stuff. Like they weren't. Ready. Well, yeah. I mean, so, there are to fight the Taliban. Yeah. I mean, it, and we might have cut their legs off from them. The government happens to be one of the most corrupt, like the government that we set up, right? was severely, severely corrupt. And they the also. The government was corrupt. They were not brought to the table during the negotiations that we had with the Taliban right. in February, which is like so. so those closed doors, the closed doors, ones that to me. Taliban right. sometimes showed up to, sometimes so didn't that was, and promised. Yep. Yeah, so that, yeah, yeah. So that was. Uh, we talked about like six months ago or, yeah. Mm hmm. February 2020. Is that when it was? So right, yeah. go ahead, Pat. Oh, I was going to say, I didn't know this, but they had those negotiations between the Taliban and uh, Pompeo's folks, right? At a place called the Shark, S-H-A-R-Q, which is like a high end hotel in Qatar where like there's just like hot bikini clad ladies laying around and then just Taliban dudes cruising through. I mean, that makes sense. If you're yeah, gonna, how if horny you're, were those guys? If you're going to negotiate stain, the Taliban, yeah. Stained sheets, yeah. The shark, the shark makes sense. Uh, Going nuts. Let's get to yeah. that, though. Pompeo involvement. So while Biden is not the only U.S. president who's involved here, guys, obviously, Bush, too, started the war in Afghanistan after 9-11. Obama escalated the war in Afghanistan to its largest point ever when he sent in 30,000 additional troops. Uh, Trump negotiated an end to the war with the now Taliban leader who he had freed from prison in Pakistan uh, with Mike Pompeo's help. That's what Pat's uh, talking about there. And now Biden completely botched the withdrawal after extending the stay beyond the May 1st deadline that Trump had agreed to with the Taliban. But, fellas, the craziest part is probably the last month because it's hard to believe what happened on August 15th, 2021, when you listen to this clip. July July 15th. No, to you said August. What happened on August on July 15th, 15th, 2021, when the Taliban completely took over Kabul. Oh, you're saying what happened yesterday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What, what happened on August 15th is hard to imagine yeah. when you listen to this clip of President Biden just 39 days ago on July 8th, 2021. Taliban takeover of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. Because you have the Afghan troops have 300,000 well-equipped, as well-equipped as any army in the world, and an air force. 
against something like 75,000 Taliban. Okay, so not possible. It is not inevitable. Mr. President, thank you very much. Your own intelligence community has assessed that the Afghan government will likely collapse. That is not true. Is it? Can you please clarify <laughs> what they have told you about whether that happened will happen in two days. or not? That is not true. They so, did not. They didn't. Did not reach that conclusion. So, what is the level of confidence that they have that it will not collapse? The Afghan government and leadership has to come together. They clearly have the capacity to sustain the government in place. And do you see any parallels between this withdrawal and what happened in Vietnam with some people feeling... None whatsoever. Zero. What you had is you had entire brigades breaking through the gates of our embassy. Six, if I'm not mistaken. The Taliban is not the, South, the North Vietnamese army. They're not, they're not remotely comparable in terms of capability. There's going to be no circumstance where you see people being lifted off the roof of a embassy in the, of Jesus. the United yeah, States well, from yeah. Afghanistan. Yeah. It is not at all comfortable. Yeah. So the question now is, where do they go from here? That the jury is still out. But the likelihood there's going to be the Taliban overrunning everything and owning the whole country is highly unlikely. Okay, so... Um, uh, Basically, everything that Biden predicted um, 39 days ago was 100 percent incorrect, man. Um, I want to follow up with what do you have his statement from Saturday? Uh, I, I, I don't have his statement when he when he ordered a thousand additional troops. He he made a statement from Saturday. Uh, I, don't, I don't have exactly what he said, but then he also made ordered an additional thousand troops on Sunday. Didn't make a statement. So, so where is he and what? what he's at Camp David. He? So he's, at Camp he's, David he's on vacation. When? Uh, till Wednesday is when it's scheduled to end. So here's what I'm super confused about, right? Because the statement on Saturday, I'll, I'll read part of it. I have a quote from it. So uh-huh. this is what he said on Saturday. He said, the Trump deal, because Pompeo and Trump's administration did the deal in um, February 2020, right? Left the Taliban in the strongest position well, mil- yeah. militarily since 01, right? And left him few choices to follow through on the deal with a brief extension to get our forces. And okay, our so yeah, the out. deal was originally scheduled to end May 1st. He he extended to September 11th. That's what he's referring to. Right, right, right. Or so but what he's saying is here were my choices. Either get them out with an extension or ramp up our presence and send more American troops to fight in to fight once again in another well, in another country's civil conflict. Why could he have just done conflict. a withdrawal accurately? And now not, if and- if that quote had if he had put that quote out before his weird ass quote that you just played, like what I'm saying is like, you can't now say he was put in an impossible position. There's no doubt about it. And we can get into that. He executed it. Well, what the fuck are you doing? There there was a pro, uh, uh, the uh, New York Times correspondent did an interview with NPR in uh, March, essentially saying like, there's no way he'll get past May. Like can't happen in May. Everyone knows that everyone, everyone's cool with that. But, uh, he's got to do Except something. The Taliban. The Taliban was not cool. Right, okay. and they said that, and they said we are going to fuck up they their plans if you they don't. They were standing yeah. there since May. They've been furious. And Biden's been ignoring them, obviously, as as is pointed out by these videos. But, so but we, they haven't killed. They haven't been killing Americans since May. I mean, since since the uh, the deal was done. My point is like. Biden knew no, but, but he they to took get the, the entire out. country in a matter but, of a fraction of time that well, he anticipated it was possible. It was a hard it was a really hard position. But a few things like 
I think it probably could have been done better. Also, probably. cancel your fucking, oh, no. cancel your fucking vacation. Yeah, he, need, he needs to get his vacation. ass in, in the fucking why aren't chair, you in DC? Why aren't you in D.C. like having like uh, like press conferences or like, well, what is he doing? His American lives in jeopardy. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's still on vacation. He's, he's, and, and, he's and people are getting vacation. executed in the streets that, 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 helped, that helped us. Like, yeah, there's an estimated 88,000 allies that it, are The whole getting war left. is not on Joe Biden, but this particular piece of the war is on Joe Biden and he's on vacation. Right. The, the right. war, I think, in this is this is more atrocious than West sitting out seven fifty. <laughs> Barely, it is, but more. It is more egregious. The the war. It's more egregious. The war, I think, needed to end in a lot of people's eyes, but it did not need to end like this. I think everybody right. could probably no, agree. Agreed. Secretary of State A. Blinken is trying to say it's nothing like Saigon uh, because the U.S. flushed bin Laden and al-Qaeda out of the country back after 9-11, and so we therefore won the war, according to him. But if that's the case, why'd we stay 10 to 20 extra years and then pull our air cover before evacuating our forces and the allies who helped us who would prefer asylum over staying there to deal with the Taliban? How come that wasn't the exit plan that you would have learned from Saigon? Right, um, but I, so I'm, I'm more looking at like, okay, essentially – Based, so the reason I brought up that the Afghan government was not in the deal with the Taliban, right? Essentially, everyone knew that thereby there was no chance of it working. If you, yeah, if you but take, he fucked this withdrawal up. It so doesn't everyone matter. It knew that. It's, it's, yeah. it's both. Well, let me finish without, without assuming my point. Let me finish without assuming my point. So if, if he knew that, right, which he did, Biden, uh-huh. what the fuck? Right. Like yeah, if everyone knew yeah. the Trump deal was failed was report, to begin with and Trump was also I think there was a report that said it would happen within 90 days, Pat. They didn't think it would happen this quick, but I think they all assumed the intelligence assumed this would happen. It's well, OK. So another thing I found out, which I didn't know, essentially, as he soon as the Trump deal was done, badly. as soon as the Trump deal was done, the second the Trump deal was done, they started planning their takeover. So they started they didn't they didn't kill any Americans. That's what the Trump which deal did. Biden didn't suspect. Apparently. No, he knew. That's what I'm saying. He knew. But I'm just pointing no, out. I think the, that's what I'm saying. I think they the killed 500. Said within 90 days, it was going to be this. I mean, they, so I don't they think just vastly underestimated days. them. No, he's just fucked yes, up. Yes, they vastly under, they uh, fucked vastly up. Under, they, they, they did underestimate the Taliban. Completely. You could hear in his you could hear in his speech. He's like, Taliban's got nowhere near the capabilities of the North Vietnamese army. It's like, well, they I, fucked I, up. No. OK, I want to point that's this out. the commander in chief. He's not not living up to. So to, they to know that this moniker. He knew this statement 39 days ago. Biden's admin knew this the the day that the Trump deal was done. Right. The Taliban stopped killing Americans and started assassinating the educated class in Afghanistan. Five hundred people were assassinated between February 2020 and today. They started taking outposts like they started immediately taking outposts from not from uh, not where our troops were, but where the Afghan military was. So it's like they knew this shit was coming. The Trump deal was doomed from the beginning, like. And, and the whole war was like, get our fucking people out of there the right way. Yeah. Like, so don't fuck up the withdrawal. So right, don't fuck up right. the entire extraction. He tried to make it a fucking publicity stunt by making the withdrawal date 9-11 instead of actually running the operation correctly. I hope President Biden has the answers when he finally addresses the nation. As of the time of taping, as we've discussed, uh, he has decided to stay silent on vacation at Camp David. Man. And that's today's cup of coffee. Well, in the they big might time. they might be they might be playing like a killer game of Monopoly over Probably just from an optics perspective. Those bro. can last a couple days. Get your ass back in the Risk, fucking maybe. chair. There are our people are at the airport, not just our soldiers. Right, they're scared for their but lives. He has are, blown it, this. It's entirely a, the, the day the our soldiers are, are redeploying to Afghanistan. Every single veteran from, at his orders. Know, every single veteran that went there is like pulling their fucking hair out, being like, "Why did why did this happen?" Certainly. 
there will be much more on this topic yes. in the weeks Yes, come. and that was today's cup of coffee in the big time, which was brought to you today by one of our favorite sponsors, Talkspace. Fellas, mental health is wildly important to your life, and Talkspace are the people to talk about about that topic, your mental health. The world is racing back to normal and starting uh, to meet up in person again. But after a year plus that we've all had in lockdown and whatever other COVID stuff you've had to do, Getting back to feeling normal takes time. If you're like me, you may have some burnout, uh, a little anxiety, uh, feel a little off from the whole pandemic in general. And that's why I seek support from Talkspace. Uh, We all talk to our friends when we're experiencing issues, but they don't always give the advice that we need. Getting unbiased feedback and advice from a licensed professional can be refreshing and actually rewarding, and Talkspace can give that to you. Talkspace makes it easy to match with a licensed therapist and schedule live video sessions all from the comfort of your device. You can start messaging your therapist the same day you sign up. You get connected and make it simple and fast uh, to secure the help for your mental health that you need. Uh, Whether you're experiencing depression, anxiety, or other problems, Talkspace is the number one online therapy platform to help you sort through any issue. Start feeling better with a single message. Match with a licensed therapist when you go to Talkspace.com and get 100 bucks off your first month when you use the promo code HARDFACTOR, all one word. That's 100 bucks off when you use the code HARDFACTOR at Talkspace.com. All right. Well, I mean, this is a pretty depressing episode to go with your Monday commute. And while I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ruin that theme, let's stick with the theme in the TikTok <laughs> international moment. It's time for the TikTok international moment. Nice. Let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it dark. Bring me the depression, uh, Mark. <laughs> over the weekend in Haiti, looks like now over 1,300 people have died from multiple earthquakes. Uh, on Saturday, a massive 7.2 earthquake struck the southwest part of the country uh, seen here. This is where the epicenter hit, southwest peninsula down there. Um, and boom, big, big, big old earthquake, right? Uh, and then uh, it devastated that area in the southwest peninsula, peninsula, leveling grocery stores, damaging hospitals, blocking and damaging roads, and snapping water lines everywhere. Mm. And then a couple hours later, a second 5.2, 5.9 magnitude <laughs> earthquake struck uh, near the town of Petit Trudenips, uh leveling a hotel uh, and several buildings. Here's like an image of some of the damage done. Oh, Not good. Um, this is a month after the country's president was assassinated and 10 years after another massive 7.0 or higher earthquake killed potentially 100,000 Haitians. Right, because that uh, hit closer to like the big cities in 2010. Yes. I mean, oh, so the epicenter crazy. graphic you put up literally is four times larger than the country itself. No, so the, see how big the country is? It's that's, whole the bottom, that's the bottom That's the bottom peninsula. Oh, peninsula. I see. Okay, okay. Yeah, so yeah. Did, did the DR get messed Southwest. up too? Other side of the uh, No, 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 no. But, but... It will in a second, Pat, because uh, uh, no jokes on this one today. I hope you guys get some much needed relief. Oh, no, wait, what's that? A tropical storm is supposed to hit Haiti in the DR today. Uh, Tropical storm Grace is supposed to hit on Monday. Here's an image of Grace about to destroy the Caribbean. Um, And it's going to, you know, cause massive flooding in a place where all the buildings are on in the ground. So that's not good. It's going to eventually come to us as well potentially like texas oh wow area but no luckily so. for texas haiti's gonna take the brunt of it you know haiti's just they gonna will. um wow that's that's terrible for haiti. they're like a so, tight sorry. end blocking for like, our running back coming out of the eye formation what the team, man, hopefully haiti, the, hopefully they do a tebow level job oh how did tebow do you got to <laughs> no, that's haiti, he, right? they, people were making fun of his blocking that's what i'm saying hopefully they get they don't Listen, actually hit the hurricane right yeah get out of the way yeah. haiti yeah, yeah. Do a tebow oh, i see block. what you say oh that was yeah head yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
barely got in there. <laughs> Missed um, the game. Yeah. So anyway, sorry, Haiti. We're hoping, you know, things get better for you. Uh, fuck it. Uh, I want you to take a look at a picture. There you go. You see that bloody face? Oh, man. That guy got fucked you up. That? Yeah. That's the face of a Taekwondo master going up against anyone else outside of a outside <laughs> of a dojo in a real life fight. Um, this is Jack Woolley. That's the same guy. Uh, Jack Wally or Woolley, who became Ireland's first ever Taekwondo Olympian at Tokyo 2020, mm. uh, but certainly not the first Taekwondo black belt to get his ass kicked outside of a pub. Um, that's exactly what happened. To be fair, it wasn't an indoor planned one-on-one match with Jack versus a board of wood. So he was at a disadvantage from the start. Uh, but Jack claims it was a group of people that started just randomly violently attacking like him and his friends and other people when he left the Dublin restaurant after he had a few had dinner and a few drinks with friends. And it was a single punch to the face that leveled him and left him in this bloody mess. Whoa. One punch. The he sad part is. Yeah, no matter what he says, know. you know it was the Taekwondo that caused this. Oh, yeah. Bragging about Taekwondo. Yeah, yeah you know, he's like, I don't know why they did it. And yeah, <laughs> it's pretty clear why they did it. You talked just a little bit too much about your high flying skills related to your Taekwondo. In the restaurant, Lally. Well, Pat, to make matters much, much worse, Jack's mom took to the press to say that her son chose not to fight back. And they were, and those guys were lucky that he just he took the high road. Is his mom his <laughs> PR agent, too? Yes. This guy chose not to fight back. This guy who's absolutely not getting up from the ground uh, chose not yeah, to fight back against out. the angry mob. That, yeah. yeah. What a what a blow that is for just the, <laughs> the Taekwondo industry saying that he chose yes. not to fight back. You know, like you, you, you have so many people. It's literally for self-defense. <laughs> like that was the perfect time to choose to use so it. So many dojo masters rely <laughs> on this That's when you're supposed industry. to use it. When an angry mob is attacking innocent bystanders, you're supposed to whip out your Taekwondo. Yeah. Uh, here's Jack and his uh, Olympian athlete. I guess they didn't give him time to put all of his pads on. Um, he doesn't look menacing at all. In his, look at in that! His, look at that taekwondo gi. outfit. Yeah. Do they really need all that gear? It's a lot of for taekwondo. Yeah. Is that the IT guy tech? I mean, <laughs> what is he getting? Is it a car crash? Is, are they like testing? Is the a car crash test the IT dummies? guy weight class? What a! <laughs> <laughs> he looks so nerdy, bro. Yeah. His his yeah. pads are like five times thicker than his spindly skinny arms. Like that's uh, not. How a do great... they even tell who lands a hit with those pads? <laughs> that's got it. That's got it. Range of motion's got to be down with that huge chest pad. Anyways, Jack will require plastic surgery to his lip, which is a very Taekwondo-like injury. A little plastic surgery and an ice pack is going to mend him back up. Um, That's so bad for the sport, man. Bad for Taekwondo. Bad for Taekwondo. Hey, I mean, it's obviously horrible he got attacked, and apparently five others ended up worse than him, which sucks. Hopefully they catch the assholes that were just beating people up and sending them to the hospital. But just goes to show you that Taekwondo has zero practical use in a fight when a 22 year old olympian in his prime gets beaten up so badly with one punch that his mom has to defend him right not great he has to give his did he get a medal no oh well he's got to give his belt up (laughs) oh at least he didn't get a medal (laughs) he's got to send that guy his belt right like what if he was the gold medalist (laughs) oh speaking of taekwondo masters that have famously gotten their ass kicked by someone that prefers punching people in the face to spin kicks Jean-Claude Van Damme was recently tied to a $2 million jewelry heist. Uh, Van Damme was in Paris recently visiting an ophthalmologist. How do you say that? The eye doctor? Optometrist. Ophthalmologist. Ophthalmologist. Optometrist. Optometrist. Oh, I think they're both eye doctors. One's a surgeon, I believe. Yeah. 
We'll say hmm. either one. This one's his ophthalmologist. Hmm. Uh, but as Van Damme likes to do, he made a flashy appearance and drew a large crowd of fans, right? Uh, and while the Parisians flocked to Van Damme snapping selfies with him and daring him to do the splits, a thief robbed a uh, Chomet jewelry store at Knife Point, getting over $2 million in goods. And then he was able to leave and get on an electric scooter and flee the scene with zero eyewitnesses in the street because they were all flocking to Van Damme next door over. Um, and he, so he just got, a, he got away because everyone was with, uh, everyone was talking to Dennis Rodman's double team co-star. That's amazing. The ophthalmologist's office. He's definitely yeah. got to be in on it, right? What's that? Van Damme? Be, well, so maybe. Oh. Um, do you guys know the famous ass beating I'm talking about Van Damme receiving? No, yeah, I knew he got his ass kicked, but didn't didn't F, like also uh, what's Bruce Lee got his ass kicked on set, too, right? That's I don't a, think Bruce Lee got his ass kicked. No, that, on was set. From the, that was from the Tarantino movie. Yeah, that stuntman claims he kicked his ass. on it, set. That's very no. muddy waters, whether that happened no. or not. OK, but this is this is true. So Van Damme uh, came into cross paths with the. Uh, his former bodyguard and the main villain of the double team movie I, I mentioned earlier, Mickey Rourke's, and that ex uh, Hell's Angels member is Chuck Zito. He was bodyguard for both of them, and I guess him and Van Damme did not get along <laughs> when he was bodyguarding for Van Damme, so he quit. And he met up with Van Damme randomly at Scores Nightclub in New York City, and Van Damme was not allowed by his opponent to do a jumping twirly kick. He just got punched in the face repeatedly by Zito and got knocked out uh, in the club. We'd run that so, by me one yeah. more time. So Chuck Zito, who was the bad guy in double team because he was. Per- no, no. No, no, Mickey Rourke was the bad guy okay, on the team. All right. And Chuck Zito was a bodyguard for both Mickey Rourke and Van Damme uh, at different points. Oh, weird. Uh, okay. Yes. And so Van Damme went, rolled up into the club with Mickey Rourke and some people. And Chuck Zito, who hated Van Damme at this point because he quit, sees Mickey Rourke, who he's friends with, and Van Damme. And he goes up and tries to squash their beef. And then Van Damme's like, Yo, okay, Chuck Zito, cool guy. And then he goes in the bathroom and proceeds to talk shit about Chuck Zito. And a bouncer came out that was also like a Hells Angel guy. He's like, Chuck, this guy's running his mouth. So Chuck gave him one last chance, came over and he goes, You, you want to cut, you want to stop talking shit about me? He goes, Oh, no, Chuck Zito, the big tough guy. And then Chuck Zito just beat the oh, shit out of him. Yeah. And the- Man. Shouldn't he have known though? Oh, yeah. No. Here's a picture. Yeah, his bot here's a picture of Chuck Zito. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that. Chuck Zito looks like every Long Island uncle who, and, who's yeah, weighing and, just steroids and well into his sixties. Chuck Zito Great did like point. ten years in the pen. Like you can tell Chuck Zito's a big guy too from his picture, and yeah. Van Damme's probably pretty small. Like he like he's he he's yoked, but he's probably a small guy. Like Okay, we go spinny kick to spinny <laughs> kick. Yeah, no, no. Uh they did end up catching the jewel thief who was headed to Germany, um, but it was no thanks to Time Cop over there. Man, you know, only roundhouses. <laughs> I'm looking at Zito's IMDb, and his acting career pretty much exclusively revolves around the guys he's hanging out with that are actual actors like JCVD. Like you, like you can't do that. That's such a bad move. Like we get it. You're in the club because you're a tough guy, but you can't use your tough guy shit against the guys that got you in the club, or you are out of the club. Ah, he just he said he wrote he wrote a book and he said, I got along with every single one of my clients except Van Damme. Except- Van Damme is a scumbag, piece of shit, arrogant cocksucker that was like Damn. mean to like everyone on the street. He goes, most of the people I worked for knew they were fortunate to be famous and were very lucky. Van Damme thought the world owed us. <laughs> yeah. That's- most that of them weren't French. So much. <laughs> you can imagine that so easily with Van Damme's like uh, movie personality. Give me, bring me the, uh, bring me the strippers, bring me the champagne. Uh, hey guys, dinner time can be chaotic, okay. but with Freshly, it's easy. Their chefs take care of your meals a few nights a week and take the pressure off you. Freshly offers chef-made, nutrient-packed, delicious meals 
uh, delivered fresh to your door, no cooking required. Grocery shopping and cooking can be a pain in the butt, especially right now. But with Freshly, you don't have to. Your meals arrive cooked and fresh every week so you can uh, keep your fridge stocked and skip the trip to the store. Ordering is easy. Just visit Freshly.com and choose from over 30 delicious, satisfying, better-for-you meals like steak peppercorn, sausage-baked penne, or their chicken pesto bowl. Mm, they got a chicken parmesan. They got they got a, a ton of good stuff. They've got some mashed oh, potatoes in fantastic there. Fantastic selection. Some mac and cheese. And all of them yeah. are good. And they're all pretty they're all pretty healthy. And they, yeah. they fit every like diet. Uh, Healthier than I no cook problem. on my own, that's for sure. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now and I'm drinking out of a Sonic cup. Oops. Uh, and now our listeners can try Freshly for just $6.16 per meal. Stop searching the Internet for healthy food near me every night and start living life freshly. Mm. Your meals are always delivered fresh, never frozen, and are ready to heat and enjoy in just three minutes. With new meals added each week, Freshly brings the convenience of chef-made nutritionist-designed classics right to your kitchen. And right now, Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off your first two orders when you go to Freshly.com slash hard factors. Stop stressing about dinner. Go to Freshly, F-R-E-S-H-L-Y dot com slash hard factor for $40 off your first two orders. That's Freshly.com slash hard factor to get $40 off those first two orders. Shout out. Guys, why are you carrying around credit card debt? Stop doing it. it. If you're like most of us, if you have credit card debt. I did for a long time. Still, I got Lightstream, y'all. And those credit cards that you have, they carry a massively high interest rate. You know it. I know it. So get with Lightstream. You can lower your interest rates and save with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. Now, first time I heard about a credit card consolidation loan, I was like, I don't know, man. Is that going to mess my credit up? It won't. You know what messes your credit up? Having credit card debt. So, uh, That's it. bam. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah, rates started as as low as 5.93 APR with auto pay and excellent credit, which is insane. You can get a loan from five grand up to a hundred grand. Dang, there are no fees. And you can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. So what are you waiting for? Seriously, I know you think, oh, credit card consolidation. That means I lost the war. I shouldn't do that. It doesn't matter, man. You were never going to win the war. The credit card companies are evil. So fight back with a credit card consolidation loan. Uh, and just for our listeners, apply now and you can get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way to get this discount is to go to Lightstream, that's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash factor. One more time, L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M, Lightstream.com slash factor. Quick disclaimer for you, subject to credit approval, rates range from 5.93% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.5% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply, and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash factor for more information. Mm. Debt control. Bam. Uh, all right, guys. It'd be nice if the government could use Lightstream once in a while, you know? Yeah. $86 billion. Can we have something? Like, Jesus Christ, man. It's like a whole Jeff Bezos. All right, let's get into uh, the lightning round. One of our favorite topics on this show, fast food. Uh, you know why. First up, McDonald's. A settlement, <laughs> gentlemen, <laughs> a settlement has been reached uh, between uh, <laughs> some McDonald's workers and their Oakland McDonald's that they worked at. So um, apparently, I guess back in early COVID, so let's say April, May, June 2020, um, the workers of this Oakland McDonald's allegedly, according to the suit they filed, were given dog diapers with coffee filters inside of them in lieu of real COVID PPE. So <laughs> there's a picture. Yep, someone took a dog diaper, threw a coffee 
filter in it and said, here you go. Uh, additionally, they alleged yeah. in the uh, lawsuit that they were report, asked to report to work for uh, despite feeling ill. So they were, felt sick and they still were told to show up. Uh, Michael Smith, who owns and operates. Someone's got to make the fries. Yeah, someone's got to make the fries, right? Um, but, but real quick, this, I really miss early COVID crazy shit. Like the people who were like walking around with like bubble suits on and like like bleaching themselves and like yeah. <laughs> bleaching the floor they walk around and like yep. that I wish that covid yeah. would come back because that was actually cheeky in hindsight compared to the way it's actually become like the mask with like a fake mouth and the right. put on the they're mask wearing, like, like, underwear. Wearing a mask. yeah they're wearing underwear yeah. in the mask yeah, yeah. Those, those were the days man I, those I, were the days um <laughs> yeah now it's not funny at all right, bring that back people Fighting each other. That's depressing. <laughs> now it's two years later. <laughs> uh, so uh, the crafty uh, franchise owner of this McDonald's, Michael Smith, who owns and operates the store, denied all the accusations in his legal filings. And the settlement uh, does not issue uh, an admission of wrongdoing. So they settled, which is great. Uh, but I got to say, Michael, uh, you think these people between working full time, minimum wage jobs and fast food and worrying about like catching COVID through their shitty PPE you gave them and looking after their families. They had time to dream something, dream up something as specific as being given dog diapers with co 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 coffee filters inside as COVID masks. Like, come on, dude. Like, we know you did it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's no defense. Yeah. The suit also alleges that 25 people included uh, included a worker's 10-month-old child had become infected from an outbreak that emanated from the restaurant. So big awesome. win for workers right there, rights there with the lawsuit. Um, Cough, the coffee didn't prevent it? Yeah, no, didn't permit it. Um, <laughs> coffee diaper. This that is guy, the guy who gave them the dog diaper masks definitely was like a cut up his underwear and went into a store with it on his face. I think it was yeah. like the guy's <laughs> wife who owns the Anything store, probably works. like they won't know the difference. We got these dog diapers. We got coffee filters. Throw some rubber bands on those fuckers and slap them on their faces. <laughs> get them to work. I pay for a, really a mask. <laughs> I've got a really sick dog. I've got an extra <laughs> set of diapers at home. Uh, let's uh, let's keep it in the uh, Ronald McDonald's playscape, shall we? Yeah. So a follow up, guys, on a story we did last April. April, which seems to have been very popular uh, as it's racked up like a million views on Instagram. And I'm, of course, talking about McDonald's and their McFlurry saga, or should I say lack thereof, because the machines are always fucking broken. So in, an, in our initial covering of the McDonald's story where they're perpetually out of service, soft serve machines, uh, we talked about a tech startup called Kitsch that developed a little device that allowed McDonald's franchise owners to more easily fix the McFlurry machines by circumventing the seemingly intentionally complicated and proprietary operating system on the uh, machines that are made by Taylor Ice Cream. So essentially, Taylor made these things break down all the time and unable to fix them until these people made this little mm -hmm. plug-in, right? Like a little USB stick you pop in there. So initially, Taylor and McDonald's seemed very interested in the Kitsch, whose founders, by the way, had poured their life savings into developing this device. But then they turned on the company, sending out a memo to all franchisees saying that installing a Kitsch on their Taylor ice cream machine would void the manufacturer warranty, which is very bad. Uh, and on top of that, after seeing orders for their device coming in from Taylor corporate headquarters, Taylor announced that their new machines would have many of the features of the Kitsch built right in, leaving the couple who started Kitsch to think that maybe Taylor had reverse engineered their device. So 
Essentially, they saw emails right. coming in from like, wait, wait a minute, that guy works at Taylor, and then they cancel that what order. If they, what if they called their device Kitsch, but like in reverse, like those the letters like Skitch, like they just like took the exact same Shock. letters in Kitsch, yeah. and they just turned <laughs> their reverse. Well, thing. they pretty much did, Mark, because recently a judge yeah. awarded Kitsch with a temporary restraining order against Taylor. Yeah. Uh, forcing Taylor to return any Kitsch devices that they may, may have obtained and preventing them from using any of the Kitsch tech in their Taylor machines, which means if they have already, they're going to have to undo it. So that's pretty cool. Big win for the little guy. But guys, most importantly, more importantly, the biggest impact of this lawsuit is that a judge acknowledged the validity of the suit. And within the suit, uh, Kitsch accuses Taylor of purposely using flawed code that caused the machines to malfunction wow. so they could keep their costly repair business, which was bringing in the cold, hard cash. So uh, I have a feeling that might be, maybe there's a class action suit coming against Taylor. They're going to have to get the fuck out of the business, and we're all going to get a lot more McFlurries than previously. Oh, Do you think, though, if we go order a McFlurry now, and it's should we like document occasions? Where we have ordered McFlurries and not – could we get in on the class action as well? Here's what I think. I think it's a great idea. Well, let's go get some McFlurries. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you, we, you, if, <laughs> should we go <laughs> after the show's over? Should we hit up a Yeah, right. That's what you're McDonald's saying, right? That's, a, that's what I'm saying. Us, Pat, you want us to uh, – That's what I'm saying. Get a McFlurry or two. Uh, I recommend before you do that, Will, to not waste your time because you're already part of the class action lawsuit. Odds are Ooh, you go to McBroken.com yeah. to see if your local McDonald's machine is broken or not. So, oh yes, yeah. I don't know if you should we go get some shamrock shakes and uh, <laughs> I don't know maybe do a little market <laughs> research. Uh, maybe get honey, in on this class action, you know? Honey, no, I gotta go. It could make us a lot Big of Mac money. Goes great with the McFlurry <laughs> the family. There. Let's take it over to Chipotle, huh? Uh, things got a okay. little spicy at a Baltimore Chipotle back on August 10th after a man complained about having to wait an additional 30 minutes for his order after he called his burrito in ahead of time, which as if you're a busy guy like me and, I'm, and you guys are as well, that sucks, right? You call in your order ahead and then you get there. You expect it to fucking be there. It's fast casual. But this, Absolutely. this dude had to wait an additional 30, so two times during that 30 minutes. He asked, They could have made 100 burritos in 30 minutes. I know, dude, exactly. <laughs> uh, something's wrong with this Chipotle, and you're going to find out how wrong it is, really. So uh, he asked a woman behind the counter uh, twice over the course of the 30 minutes, um, and this woman happened to be the store manager. He asked her, like, what's up with my burrito? And she seemed to really not like that. She hated it, in fact. Uh, <laughs> and she began yelling at him. So 56-year-old Anthony Evans got his phone out and, true to his age, told the woman, this is going right on Facebook because uh, he's 56. And that's when the woman gave Anthony a taste of something that isn't on the menu. She threw a pair of scissors at his face. Whoa. Oh, scissors to the face. You want to see the clip? Yes. Yes. That's just ignorant. That's just showing how ignorant you are. You came here, you messed up my order, you messed up my order, and then I come and I complain, and you just get ignorant and start clapping your hands. I was waiting here 20 minutes, and you should have came out here and said something when I was here 20 minutes ago. The manager's taking her phone out now. She's videoing you. All right. It's going right on Facebook, on Chipotle. Go ahead. Is she the manager? Is she the manager? Bro. Is she going to get the scissors? Is she the manager? Is she the manager? Uh oh. Whoa! Oh! Now I'm calling the police. That's exactly who the fuck I'm calling now. <laughs> he did mm -hmm. that. I mean, that was smart, though, by the guy with the video. He knew. 
that she was a hothead and he was going to get a lawsuit out. Yeah, of scissor, he he could see the scissors the whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were the scissors. He was he, he was ready for that them. are like right next to the tip jar where the highlighter yeah. is. Uh, <laughs> he keeps making eye contact with her and then the scissors. You won't pick and up then the her scissors. And then the scissors. Yeah. Oh man. Go on, Go on get the scissors. Uh, that lady hates it when you uh, call into question anything that's going wrong at her Chipotle. Um, yeah. When officers arrive, I mean, why don't they just make his fucking? Beef? I guess I don't that's know. a bad Chipotle. Yeah, I wouldn't go there. I guess they. I guess they fucked there up wasn't his a ton order. Of people around. Yeah. Is what he said. So then, make a new one. It takes thirty-two <laughs> seconds to make a burrito. Yeah. Also, like. You, I don't know if you can see from the clip. The store is like empty. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Just go. Just re, what is what is your order, sir? It, it was, was at 11:47 in the morning. It was like a pride. Yeah, thing. <laughs> yeah that, that was crazy. That was she just didn't want to service him. No, and, she, and, she didn't. and to the point where she was going to throw scissors at him before she redid his burrito. Yep, it was always going to end with scissors. <laughs> so my favorite part about this story is that when the cops showed up, the person who claimed to be the manager in the video was nowhere to be found. Oh, yeah. yeah, she fled. She <laughs> fled. Yeah, and um, WBFF News in Baltimore reached out to the Chipotle. They gave no comment, nor has corporate. So, uh, yeah. yeah. They owe that guy what if, a lot of burritos. What do they need scissors for in the front cup? I don't know. They're going to take that's them away. Throwing scissors. Guarantee that's the last yeah, time I mean, you see exactly. What do you, I'm trying to think of all the products they have, and I can't think of one that requires constant use of scissors. <laughs> Like a tape, I think a tape makes sense for like bags, but I don't know. You got, I mean, it was a split, split uh, second decision, her throwing the scissors, but right, but they were there. No, exactly. But still, I feel like uh, scissors is one of those things that, like, even if it's split second, you know, you're reaching for scissors, right? Yes, like, there's like, don't run with scissors, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. right. You know, it's really been hammered home. Have you ever seen scissors in like a I know Chipotle is a little bit different, but like, could you imagine like scissors at every cup in front of like a Wendy's or like a Burger no. King? Stabbing down. Imagine no. doing it at a subway, leaving a scissors yeah. at the subway. Like so many stabbings. Yeah, lots of them. Yeah. So I didn't um, get double meat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, lady. Um, double. Do you say double cheese? Mm. Nope. Single cheese. Eleven forty-three in the morning, man. That guy woke up at ten thirty. At ten thirty, he thought about his lunch and figured it out. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right, guys, let's um, finally, let's make a run for the border, which if you're a Gen Zer, you did not know that that was Taco Bell's slogan until about 1993. Um, First of all, guys, uh, mytacobell.com has a news section. So that's now in my bookmarks. I recommend you guys do the same. Tacobell.com slash news. Didn't know they needed one, but going to be checking that pretty often. Subscribe to that. They artist. can't be ratting themselves out, though. It's probably all like hype. It's, it's all hype news. It's not like, guess what happened bad in our Taco Bell? I'm just saying, man. I don't yeah. want to get yeah. it too deep into the, but I bet the Taco Bell Reddit is is great. Oh, bro. <laughs> I had Taco Bell for the first time in seven, eight years uh, this week. Cause, How quickly did you shit? Within an hour? Uh, no, but I will say this. So I got two it meals. the valves. Two meals yeah. plus a bonus uh, snack because Kate was feeling ill. So I got- Bonus stuff. Right. She sent me to talk yeah. about whatever. Did she I, get sick as your two? No, predicted? we didn't get sick. Oh. But I got two chalupa meals and then a chicken quesadilla. Guess how much it was? Two chalupa meals and chicken quesadilla, probably 15 bucks. $25. Whew, yeah, they've, they've upped their prices. Yeah, they've upped, they've upped their prices. Also, they have a new sauce called Diablo. I don't know. Well, I thought fire was the hottest. <laughs> Not anymore, Will. Diablo. Mm-hmm. They upped it. All right, guys. So uh, anyway, Taco Bell is a news section. That's huge. Second, Taco Bell is rolling out what it's calling 
quote, the frictionless future of Taco Bell, which is saying a lot because uh, their food already moves right through you. Am I right? Um, they're we calling. Just, <laughs> we just lube it up so it goes yeah. even faster. Yeah. What is the frictionless <laughs> yeah. future? It's a swish. The swish. <laughs> You don't need to wipe. <laughs> Did you think there was too much swish. friction related to Taco Bell before? <laughs> um, well, not anymore, guys. They're talking about their new Taco Bell stores uh, when they say the frictionless future. Oh, um, They're called the Taco Bell DeFi's. Yeah, and uh, like decentralized finance. I saw these. Uh, <laughs> more like talk about yeah, defy like more like defy your parents than like okay. defy. Uh, is this is this like a? Do they shoot the food through like the um the things that they use at the bank? Type Dude, thing? that's exactly what they do, Mark. But they're claiming they're they're claiming that that it's using a quote uh, proprietary lift system elevator. Ele- but, yeah, no, it's what the food elevator. Yeah, food elevator. But yeah. obviously, guys, it's Almost. it's it's the oldest tech of all time, which is pneumatic bank tubes, and they're shooting yes. they're shooting the ungested no, 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 diarrhea. It's right to your that's car. Awesome. It's even older. Have you been? That's awesome. Have you been to an old school restaurant, two story, where they where they have the 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 thing from the kitchen and they a raise, dumb waiter. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's Invented by Thomas is. Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. Dummy waiter. They're using dumb waiters. It's proprietary. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's existed since like the 1600s. Yeah, they're uh, they're calling it um, the DeFi guys because it will quote defy all norms, but really it's just a four lane drive through with the kitchen uh, above the drive through and purple uplighting. Yeah, um, yeah, it's got the lights. Yeah, can you, can you toss that pickup again so we can? Okay, it's definitely oh got the tubes where they pass you the get, food down. Reaching your hands into <laughs> the tubes to get Taco Bell is like the worst thing you can do during COVID. <laughs> Shoot it's like it the, chefs, the chefs are touching it and shooting it down to you. You're touching the tube that a hundred people before you that eat Taco Bell touch. Right. They're not. You're like the, that's just the worst thing you can do during COVID is go to the Taco it's Bell a, tube. Feels like a sick metaphor for your future. <laughs> yeah. 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 Reach into the reception tube to yeah, grab watch it shoot out the tube. <laughs> That's not a good idea. There's going to be um, video screens too, um, nice. which I'm sure won't get like graffito tagged and scratched up yeah. by keys. <laughs> yeah. The second they open, yeah. it's moving closer to the Matrix, where you just like get you know you get the tube, you just like pull the lever yeah. on the tube, and that's what you get. That's what you get. Yeah. They don't. You don't even order a Taco Bell. You just show up, and it's a randomized. They're all the same items, anyways. It's just a tube of food. Just reach into you. the tube. <laughs> you know that you pay seven dollars and you get some sort of food in a tube. You know, and if, you call it a day. You know, if there was an arm that you could pull to get a, a mystery meal, Wes would be there every fucking day. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Pulling the arm. And he gets so mad. <laughs> we, we gotta get Wes. We gotta get Wes to get it into the Taco Bell D five. Anyway. Oh, he'll go. <laughs> um, they went on to say in the press release that it like it's it, it defies X and it defies Y, other than it defying uh, popular norms um, of getting fast food, whatever. So that's happening. Uh, the first one's getting rolled out in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. So if you're up there, let us know how that goes. I think it's going to be next summer. Take a video if you're up there, please. So they partnered with like seven <laughs> tech companies to, to roll this thing out. Like literally, it's like Taco Bell plus DeFi plus whatever. It's like plus, the- it's like the Mark Zuckerberg tube from his safe his safe room. <laughs> it's just it's a little little it's purple. Little Zuckerberg shoots down at it's you. It's purple uplighting. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, anyway, it's a bank. It's a it fucking bank. So uh, yeah. that's going to do it for Hard Factor, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. We're thinking about the uh, veterans of the Iraq and Afghanistan wars yes. and all our yeah. service people. We love you. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for doing what you did. Um, and uh, yeah, hopefully our country can get their shit together and everyone can get out of, out of Afghanistan safe, especially the. Um, 
the Americans that are there, the journalists that are there, and the, and the people that uh, put their lives in jeopardy. Oh, yeah. Helping us win, well, attempt to win the war. And, um, you know, they're still there. So uh, hopefully we can get them out safe. I saw a lot of good tweets uh, before we close it up, Pat, the, about how this is a referendum on American leadership, not not the not the boots on the ground. And I, I think for sure. Wholeheartedly agree. Holy. Yeah. Totally. And the, the boots on the ground need our country to represent us a little bit better to the people we make promises to because mm. they they put their lives on the line and ultimately not um, doing the right thing or, or, or handling this stuff well really is a slap in the face to them, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of them feel that way. So anyway, but guys, it'll be a new day tomorrow um, and we'll be here as we always are. So make sure to have a fucking great one, a day that is. Have a great fucking day. Yeah. No, say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Bye. Okay, now get out of here. Oh, that's right a little now. rough, right? See you later, yeah!